Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life as an SLP or as a related helping professional and really and truly as a human being. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and today I want to talk about something that I have definitely had to work with and work on in the past and something that I'm really putting into practice as I come back into practicing as an SLP and actually working out in the field again. And I know that it's something that many SLPs, whether you have been in the field for years or you are brand new to it, have a lot of trouble doing. Today we're going to talk about setting boundaries. Specifically, we're going to talk about three types of boundaries to set as an SLP. So let me paint a little picture for you of the life of an SLP. Okay, it's bringing home your work, staying late, going in early, taking on way more than is possible and not always by choice, but sometimes. Never feeling like you did enough. Always having more work to do. Working on weekends. Bringing it home to work at night or to feel guilty about the pile of papers that are still in your bag staring at you. And the list goes on. I think that is a pretty accurate description of the life as a typical SLP, especially if you work in the schools. Yes, yes, there are also super enjoyable and rewarding parts of this job as well, because why else would we do it, right? These are things like helping people communicate more efficiently and with function, educating families and providers and other educators on the best practices and the ones that remember to bring humanity back in. There's that moment when you see the student or patient, you see them and their hard work pay off and they reach that really big goal. And there's that feeling that you made a difference in the world. And then that even bigger feeling that the person you work with is making a difference in the world. And sometimes it's just fun. It can be a really fun profession to work in. You can sing songs with kids, have dance parties, to work on following directions, play silly games, read and make up stories, and have conversations with adults about all kinds of things while working on their communication. And those are also the parts that make up life as an SLP and the work that you're doing in those working hours. Unfortunately, those parts that are super hard often outweigh or start to erase the other pieces. These pieces that make everything so wonderful and so beautiful. For one, it's how your brain is wired. You're automatically going to look for the negative and the challenge without looking for the opportunity to grow. And you're going to start to focus more and more on these things. It does not mean there is something wrong with you. It is the way your brain tries to protect you and alert you to potential stress and threats that could harm you. But really, it's the constant alerts that do the most harm. So having your stress response turned up and leaving you in this constant state of stress, overwhelm, and eventually burnout is all that it's really doing. 
And then the other piece of it is that it's just really hard to be in the field and to advocate and to do all of these things to make changes when you're kind of feeling down and stuck about being in the field itself. So what can you do to make it better? These are those things like advocating, changing the system, reworking policies and the like. These are always the hot topics and absolutely need to be done, but there will still be stress in them. The real things to do so that you can get grounded and be ready to take those bigger actions and make those bigger changes is to start managing and turning down the stress response so that you can start to see not only the negatives and challenges, but those good and beautiful pieces again. And a super helpful way to do this is to create just like so much more ease in your day, so much more space is by creating better boundaries as an SLP and specifically by using three types of boundaries. So the lines of work and home are often very blurred for SLPs, right? You are one, so you understand that. And in a related field, it's pretty similar. Due to the nature of the work, the workloads that many of us face, especially in the school systems, and the need to do it so perfectly, or the fear that you're not enough, right? Imposter syndrome, it runs wild in this field, and I would just like to give a shout out. Thank you, grad schools, for that. These are the things that blur the lines. It is more common than not to bring your work home or to stay late, to work outside of your paid hours and not feel you are able to say no. And honestly, just saying no and not being used to saying it is really hard to do. All of these break down any boundaries that that help you have time to shift your brain to new things, to process your day and work through the stress while finding more time for joy, hobbies, and just like life that's not revolving around being an SLP. Setting up better boundaries can help you to find the space for the other parts of your life again. So here are three types of boundaries to set as an SLP. So the first one to set is a physical boundary, like a physical office boundary. And I know when you hear that, you might be thinking like, yeah, duh, like, I mean, of course you would set up a, your office is a boundary, but this is really important if you share space or if you are working from home. Like having a physical space that has a literal boundary is like incredibly important. And as SLPs, right, we like to joke about how we often have a like closet, right? Like there's brooms next to you or you have a corner of a room or you share space with three other SLPs and you're all doing therapy at the same time. And not like a therapy gym in a clinic, but like a small half-sized classroom in a school and we joke because if we didn't then we would probably just start breaking down it is really really hard to do your job without a proper space it is also really hard to set boundaries of things like i need a moment to check my email or sorry i'm not available right now to do this or i'm working on something and can't talk right now or just having some quiet to think. And if you are at home, make sure you have walls and a door so you can do the work. And if this is 
not possible. Set up some kind of like partition or divider so you can have more of a room to work in that helps let, you know, the other people in your home, your family, your kids know that they have to like talk to you before they get around that, before they're allowed to come in, right, into your workspace, that this is your space to work. It helps send the message, this is my I'm just going to say sacred space and you need permission to be here. And OMG, that is a huge thing and is needed and can change everything and give you the time to actually do what you are working on to do. Okay, another type is to have an emotional or mental boundary. So the biggest part of this is being able to set boundaries that help with your mental health and like your emotional needs. So specifically, we're going to talk here about setting the boundary of no. This can seem really hard to do, and it is. You're probably not used to being able to say no in your work. Again, thank you, grad school. Or letting someone know that it is not something you want or realistically can do. And I get it. As an SLP, there are so many things that contribute to like wanting or having this need to say yes to everything. Like you're not wanting to disappoint or upset someone. Not wanting to admit that you can't do it, right? That's perfectionism. Not wanting to seem like weak. Fear of being fired. Wanting to prove our profession is just as amazing as all of the others. So that, yes, if they're doing things, you'll do things too. And not wanting to be overlooked, right? Not wanting to be forgotten about so you do it all and you please everyone. But saying no is a huge boundary that does one main thing when you set it. It creates more space. By saying no, you set a boundary that protects your mental health by reducing the stress and overwhelm of taking on more. It is at first stressful to say no, but once you get used to it and you find ways to do it without seeming harsh, and honestly, just saying no is not harsh. It is a complete sentence, but it takes the stress away. It also gives you more room emotionally to recharge and process your day, and it frees up time for focusing and delivering on the things that you are already doing and those must-have things that you are working on. And saying no is the best way to advocate because if you take it all on, then it becomes expected of you and of other SLPs to do the same. And then that becomes the baseline. And so then the only thing to do is to take on even more. P.S. Okay, little note. If you fear saying no because of being fired, run. Get out of there now. It's toxic, not worth your time and effort, and there are other places to work that would honor and support you as an SLP. All right, the last boundary is your schedule or your day boundary. So here's here's a fun little thing. When I worked in teletherapy, and I worked in um, multiple parts, right? I worked in you know, actually as an SLP in teletherapy, but then I also worked on the other side of things, more of the management side. But I had someone say to me once, isn't it great that you could take your work anywhere? And at first you think, yeah. Like I heard this a lot, right? I heard this a lot then. I heard this when I was working from home because it was before the pandemic, so not everyone was doing it. But I heard this a lot when more people started to do teletherapy and then especially over the pandemic. 
And yeah, at first, it does sound great because you can just take it with you, right? You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. You could go on endless vacations, right? Or or travel or, you know, just there was no, you could just get up and go whenever you wanted and, and take your laptop and that's all you really needed. At least in a fantasy world, that's all you really needed. Because in reality, here's what it means. It means that when you go on vacation, you are still working and you are not really on vacation and your work home boundaries get blurred. So there is no break. So there's no reset and no recharge. Just the added stress of everyone else checking out for vacation while you sit in a hotel room and type on your computer staying up until 11.45 p.m. working after a day of having fun. Right? This happens on a smaller scale too in your daily routines. And this is perhaps where the stress really builds and gets bigger. You're taking work home, you're going in early, staying late, not getting paid for work outside of the therapy time, like only getting paid for the, the direct and not the indirect, but still being expected to do the indirect. Like all of this blurs the lines of work and home. And it makes you feel like you're constantly working and constantly underpaid with no breaks, no rest, no time to process. This is where stress breeds. Having boundaries of, this is when I work, and after this, even if I am not done, I do not do more, is a necessity to make it, to survive, and to thrive as an SLP. So focus on these, these boundaries, maybe setting them for each week, month, school year, however works for you, and stick to them, knowing that you will only feel better about the work because of it. You'll only feel more connected and that you have more freedom in it because you've set boundaries. I know it seems opposite, but this is what keeps you in, in a space where you're not taking all of it on. And if you're feeling more and more stress from your work or that there is not a lot of time when you are not working, try looking at these boundaries. Where are the lines between work and home blurring? Where can you start to make some adjustments? And then start to put them into practice by taking action. Like write it down, right? Write down what's going on. Let someone know if needed, if you're going to set a new boundary and maybe mark your calendar or set up some reminders so that you know now's the time to leave. This is the time to start my day and all of those spots. It'll be challenging at first, but it's this type of challenge that helps you stretch, grow, and come out the other side stronger and steadier. So what boundary are you most struggling with? Send me an email, jesse at jessieandrix.com or DM me on Instagram at jessieandrix and, and share with me what boundary you are struggling with the most. And if you want more tools to help you manage and reduce your stress, check out the free resources in the Resilient SLP Toolbox. You can subscribe at the link below and access this immediately. Thank you so much for being here today. Love and light to you. Hey, it's Jesse. Have you checked out the Resilient SLP? It's a monthly membership series that helps busy, overwhelmed, and stressed out SLPs with their, well, daily and chronic stress. By teaching them how to reduce the struggle and strain of stress and build resilience to it so they can feel more fulfilled and at ease with daily life in and out of being an SLP. 
If that sounds like you, head over to jessieandrix.com and click on membership to check out the Resilient SLP and sign up for it when doors open or get on the wait list now to know exactly when the doors open, when you can sign up to start managing your stress and building that resilience.